Hello, everybody, and welcome to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck, and I am your host. This podcast is about my personal experiences, stories, and events with dealing with borderline personality disorder, otherwise known as BPD. My experiences with BPD is due to my wife, now ex-wife, who I have been with for 34 years, was diagnosed with BPD in 2012. And I want to share my experiences with you so that if you are someone who has somebody in your life with BPD, that you may relate to what I'm saying along with my personal tips and suggestions that may or may not work in your specific situation. And if you are someone who has been diagnosed or think you may have BPD, that you may recognize the signs and understand the havoc and turmoil that it can have around people that are involved in your life. Let me caution you that I am in no way qualified or certified in the field of mental health and that my personal suggestions are merely my personal opinion and do not recommend that anybody take any mental health therapy into their own hands, but to personally seek out the help from a professional in the field of mental health. And furthermore, if you are a couple, you might even consider counseling to help further your relationship a little bit better. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. This is Brad Shack, your host. I do want to apologize. The last two, probably a bunch of episodes, including this one, um, I don't have my uh, recording equipment um, at the place I'm staying at, so unfortunately I'm using my phone. I know the quality is kind of crappy. It's kind of embarrassing because the other ones uh, have professional quality. But anyways, this episode is about killing the demon, and the demon is BPD freaking unbelievable demon it's almost like the person you love is being taken over have you ever seen the exorcist them the head spins around the bomb it comes out projectile it's not them they're being taken over by a disorder very strong disorder probably one of the worst disorders i've ever seen it hurts it breaks up families breaks up relationships sometimes even ends our own life it's a horrible demon we have to deal with it but with help love and understanding it won't get rid of it but it'll help us understand and help us deal with the person that we actually love and understand that BPD is something they didn't want they don't understand they don't even feel comfortable in their own skin and they depend on us believe it or not and they want us and they love us but anyways that's what this episode is about so without further ado let's get on with the episode Hello everybody, this is Brad Chaddock, host of Living in Third Degree with BPD. So this episode is about fueling the demon. Now, I got a question, really think about this. When your loved one splits, think about all the horrible, disgusting things that they say and do. Everything, all the horrible, disgusting things. Put that into another human being. Say you're, pretend you're single. You meet a girl for the first time. Now this girl's personality that you meet has all the horrible things that your loved one have when they split. Now you meet this girl for the first time. She's calling you every name in the book. She says you're ugly. She says you probably got a small penis. You're sick, disgusting, ugly. You're probably a little friggin' mama's boy. Now if this girl went off on you like this, you'd be like, what the fuck? You'd bolt out of there. 
You'd be telling everybody this girl is crazy. She's flipping out, blah, blah, blah. And you wouldn't give this girl a second chance. If she called you up and said, you know, I'm sorry, can we meet again? You'd be like, fuck no. But we don't do that with the person we love because we understand it's not them. But unfortunately, it depends on the level of love that you have for that person, obviously. If you just meet them, you know, and that's the problem when they're single or, you know, they, they leave like me and my wife together 34 years. Now, if she goes to try to meet somebody, as always, they always have, you know, it, it starts off fast, fiery, wonderful, and ends quickly. Because they just meet them, you know, and the good side of them is awesome. Most of them are freaking awesome, good people. They're awesome human beings. So they get to see that side, and they're like, wow, this woman's unbelievable. And then they split, and they're like, what the fuck? I'm out of here. Because there wasn't a big attachment of love. There's no longevity of the relationship. So they're like, I'm out of here. That's the problem. But, like in my case, when I was with my wife, she was 16 years old. She was already pregnant with somebody else's kid. I was 18. I fell in love with her. You know, she was my first girlfriend. Um, first girl I ever made love to. So, we basically grew up together. I was 18, she was 16. We went through our team together. 20s, 30s, 40s, you know, I grew up to love her, she's all I ever knew, all I ever wanted, she completed every freaking need that I ever wanted, everything, a friend, a lover, um, everything, anything I ever needed, physical and emotional, we had longevity, so when her disorder came out, you know, of course it was new to both of us, you know, I just thought she was, uh, you know, in the beginning, you're confused. You know, you're wondering, well, why is she acting like this? Does she want to leave? Did she meet somebody? You know, it's, it's new. So, of course, you react normally. You know, you attack each other, blah, blah, blah. Well, if you love enough like I did, you research it. You find out. You try to understand and work with them. But it's hard in the beginning. It's hard all the time. But what this episode is about is feeling the demon. They have to understand... BPD is another part of them. It's another side of them. It's not them. It's a fake facade. It's, it's, a, it's an emotion that is not them. Because you understand, when they're not them, they're the most wonderful human beings in the world. Like my wife, she is so caring, lovable. Uh, she's helped homeless people. She works. Um, she worked at the, the um, uh, nursing home and uh, comforts uh, the elderly. She, she's she's an angel. She is the most wonderful woman in the world. And not even if she was my wife, she's a wonderful human being. She really is. So BPD is something that's inside of her that is not her. She would never talk that way when she's herself. So I found BPD is fueled by the more you fight back, that's what fuels it. It loves it. So I found by ignoring it, Yes, it does get them angry because they're like, wait a minute, you're not feeding me fuel. You're not getting upset because that's their goal. BPD has one goal, to hurt, to hurt. And the more you hurt and fight back, it loves it. It gets off on it. It gets stronger. So if you want to get away from BPD, I know, you know, as human beings, of course, when they say you're a loser, you're you're a bad father, bad husband or whatever, of course, naturally, you want to fight back and defend yourself. But you have to understand, BPD does not care. BPD is not educated. 
BBD has no education whatsoever. It had a very limited um, level of, of what it can do. It's, it's not a person. It's an emotion. So you have to understand, it's got one goal, to hurt. And there's only one way it's fueled, is by you fighting back. Because it was, oh, it's working. So when you fight back, it fights back. So you're given a reason to stay and sometimes even get stronger. So by you ignoring it, of course, they go in the other room and they're yelling and they're screaming. And you think, oh, geez, I'm ignoring it. And she's still going on and on. But you have to understand, they still have the fuel in them that you gave them, just like a car. You know, if it's running close to empty, it's going to run on fumes without you even putting gas in it. So what they're doing is they're running on fumes, and then eventually they're going to stop because it's not bothering you. One other thing that does kind of suck out the fuel, and I've noticed this with my wife, again, we're human beings. When they say stuff, of course it's going to hurt. But even though the more you understand it's not them, it fucking hurts. Of course it does. And I've sat there and cried many times, and it kind of stops them. And even my wife admitted after. She's like, I'm sorry. She's like, it really hurt me to come out and just see you crying. Because one night we had, it was like day three. She was going on and on, and she was getting disgusting, saying, oh, I wish there was a guy here that could really please me. I can't wait. I'm going to fuck him all night. I'm going to record it, make sure you see it so you can see how a real man can satisfy me. It hurts. So I was in the kitchen, and I was crying. Well, she was wondering why I wasn't saying anything back or yelling. She came out of the kitchen, she saw me with my head down crying. And of course she made a comment saying, you know, pussy, blah, 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 because she saw me crying. Again, she was trying to, you know, poke at the bear. And I didn't respond. So she went back in the bedroom, she was immediately, she was quiet. So the next morning she came out and she said, do you want anything for breakfast? And I said, no, I'm not hungry. So she made me a pancake anyways, and it was in the shape of a heart. And she said, I'm sorry, I... She put little strawberries on it with whipped cream in the shape of a heart for eyes. Yeah, she said, I'm sorry. She said, when I came out and saw you crying, it really hurt me. I'm sorry. And I looked at him and I said, those words hurt. They really hurt. And I said, but you know what? I understand it's not you. And I love you. I said, because you, you, the wife, the woman that I love, would never say those disgusting things. Never. Because you're an angel. You are a wonderful human being. And when I was telling her that, she started crying. And she's like, I don't mean to do these things to you. And I said, I know. And that's why I sit here. That's why I stay with you. But I said, you know, even though I know it's not you, it hurts. The words that come out of your mouth, it hurts. And I probably more in crying because I feel bad for you because you know that's not you. It's almost like when you're throwing up, you can't help it. And it hurts when it comes out, but guess what? At the end, you always feel better. You know, I understand, you know, you're confused and this and that. So I let her know. And I even told her, I said, you know, I don't fight back because I understand when I fight back, it fuels it. And I feel bad for you because when it goes into that mode, you're probably down inside saying, you know, get out of there. I, you know, leave my body alone. Get out of my head because it's not you saying that stuff. And then when it comes out, sometimes it just hurts so bad, I cry. Because those words hurt. And then I get confused. Is it really you? Or is it the BPD? Which I honestly know it's the BPD, but I kind of throw that out there. But, you know, again, all my advice and, you know, things I say, don't always work for everybody. 
but I'm telling you things that have worked for me. And I've got emails, um, actually a ton of emails, on um, a lot of people said, you know, an episode, whatever, you know, I did that and it actually worked. Thank you so much. So it, it works for some people and other people it doesn't. The reason it does work for a lot of people because BPD is almost, um, oh my God, textbook, uh, you know, for most people, they're like, you know, when I explain how my wife is, they're like, oh my God, it was like you were talking about my wife. And when I hear things about BPD on other podcasts, I'm like, wow, they're talking about my wife. So it's almost like they're almost all the same. You know, the abandonment, um, the, the, the way they attack. And, uh, but I have never heard one about fueling. So I figured I'd throw it out there because, like I said, I try to realize after, you know, what triggered it, what might have uh, triggered it. Is it something I said, something I did? Did she see something on TV? Because believe it or not, a lot of the things that trigger her BPD has nothing to do with me. We'll be watching uh, like a movie on Lifetime. So, um, and this guy was cheating on his wife. That's what triggered it. So I try to stay away from movies that may trigger it. Like, you know, anybody with cheating, um, something that may trigger it. So yeah, it's hard work. Fucking right, it's hard work. Sometimes I hear a song on the radio that may make her trigger. I change the station. Of course it's work. I have to constantly think in, about something before I say it. I have to constantly keep an eye on shows, songs. Yeah, it's hard work. But you know what? I love my wife that much. I love her that much that I'm willing to do it. Yeah, it's stressful. But you know what? Again, that woman is the most important woman of life. My life. I love her more than the air that I breathe. And yes, it's worth it. Sure, a lot of things I do enable her to, you know, split sometimes, but, you know, she's not willing to put the effort into, you know, working and doing DBT and uh, doing group classes, stuff like that, so it's probably never going to get better than what it is, but I can't force her to do anything about it. Maybe in the long run, she'll start seeing how many times it hurts me. And sees the effort that I put in to help her, and maybe that will work. I don't know. But in the meantime, I love her that much that I do go through all this work to try to avoid anything that may, you know, trigger it. It doesn't work all the time, but it does minimize times that it would trigger her. Um, but like I said, fueling is really hard. That's the hardest part about having an argument with somebody BPD. But as long as you understand, that's not the person that you love. That's not the person that loves you. That's not the person that you love laying with at night, waking up in the morning and making love to and dating and laying there watching TV with your arms around each other and cuddling skin to skin. That's not that person. Think about it. When they're lovable and they want to make love to you and they're kissing you on the neck and that's the person that you love, okay? That's the person you love. BPD is only an emotion. It's only something in her head. It's not a real person. The things that are coming out of her mouth is like a little pee. It's like a little pee in the back of her brain. It's not a person. It's gonna be there temporarily, but if you love them enough and willing to think about what you need to do, like I said, don't fuel it. My personal experience, I've cut down the amount of times and uh, the length of her splitting by 
not giving in. Because you have to understand, the only reason we give in is obviously, yeah, it fucking hurts. But we also think we're talking to a person. And we're fighting with a person. You know, it's a fucking emotion. It's like a ghost. There's nothing you can do. They're going to say what they want to say. But there's no meaning behind it. It's only words. Like if somebody doesn't really love somebody and say, I love you. It's just words. And all the things they say to you is just words. There's no meaning behind it. There's no emotion behind it. It's only... All it is is an emotion that's in her head that she can't control. So, I understand that. When it comes out of her mouth, it's not her. It's not her at all. She really does love me. She loves me with all her heart and soul. And I know I was a good father, good husband. The same thing, I love her. I would kill and die for that woman at any point in time, even when she's splitting. Because I love her as a person. Her. The person that I love is standing in front of me. It's only an emotion. A temporary emotion. That's saying these things that are hurting me. And by giving in, you're fueling it. Like I said, yes, we're humans. It hurts. But just remember, those words that are coming out is only an emotion. It is not coming from that person who has a great heart, who's a good person that loves you. So if you remember that, give it a shot. Give it a try. And I'd love to get an email. If, if you know, if you tried this and it didn't work or it did, let me know. I'd be very interested to see if it works for somebody else. I'd love to know if I help somebody. That's what this is all about. It's my experiences. Maybe you can apply them in your own relationship. And the reason you listen to it and try to apply it is because you love that person. Or you try to understand it. And that's what I did. And I'm just trying to help anybody else who might love somebody as much as I do. But in my eyes, I don't think anybody loves a woman as much as I do. I love that woman with all my heart and soul. If she needed a heart, and my heart was the only heart that they could find that would work, I'd put a bullet in my brain so she could have my heart. And I wouldn't even think twice about it. That's how much I love this woman. With all my fucking heart and soul. So I'm willing to do anything. And I hope to God there's somebody else out there that loves their other half so fucking much. Like I do. And willing to try to help. I would love, please give me an email. I'd love to hear back from anybody. I always read my emails and I promise I'll respond. So with that being said, thank you so much. I wish you luck. I hope you can get along better with your person with BPD and love them because it's so hard for them to love themselves try to give them the inspiration and let them know they're a wonderful person because they really are it's only an emotion that takes hold of them so love them as much as you can they find it so hard to love themselves and I hope you have a happy relationship and a happy life and thank you so much for listening have a great day You've been listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. I hope you enjoyed the show, and please check out my many other episodes. I hope you get some beneficial suggestions from my experiences. And remember, we're all responsible for our own choices. I'd like to remind you that if you have someone in your life with BPD, try to understand them and love them as much as you can, because they find it so hard to be able to understand themselves and love themselves. So thank you again, and have a happy life. Hi, if you'd like to contact me with any questions, suggestions, or if you'd like to be a guest on one of our shows or would like an email read on the show, you can contact me at thirddegreepodcastnh at gmail.com. That's spelled T-H-I-R-D-D-E-G-R-E-E 
P-O-D-C-A-S-T-N-H, Third Degree Podcast NH. Again, that's at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you. Thank you again.